Welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Nick Whitmer. I am your host today. Um, the other two people who are usually here um, are not. It's just me. Um, I like it this way. No, they're here. Um, Damn it. I, I, was, I was like, you know what? You know what? I'm, I'll, I'll just sit here and listen to a Whitmer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know you don't. You do not want to do that. You know what? Somebody- I'm joined today by two uh, comedians, lovely ghosts, who, by the way, both now have debuted their comedy albums number one on the iTunes market. Yes. Both yeah. Brett Rabel and Christian Durant, proud of both of you. Brett is our most recent. He debuted, I get, I believe it was Monday, right? Yeah. Uh, yesterday? Yeah, debuted at number Congratulations. one. We went quadruple platinum. Um, <laughs> we're, we're selling early 2000s level of uh, copies of my album. The heyday of iTunes. <laughs> Welcome to the number like, one. On pace. Yeah, we yeah. outsold it. We outsold Adele. Uh, yeah. We outsold Adele's album Twenty One. <laughs> Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, yeah, destroyed it. Yeah. So you know, I expect to get a uh, platinum record by the uh, what is it called? The Record Association of America or whatever it is, RCA. Um, yeah, man, feels good just, though. Uh, real quick, congratulations. Welcome to the number one club. And two, I just want to say <laughs> Christian has a plaque behind it be, him that says the number one club. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send you a plaque. <laughs> um, I, I, it would be funny if there's like somebody who's listening to the podcast and they turned off right after Whitmer said, Oh, it's just me today. <laughs> They're not going to know that we're on there too. <laughs> like, Oh, fuck. Not that guy. He blows. <laughs> Uh, I am the only one without a number one record on this podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, you gotta catch yeah, up, man. We can't. Yeah, ah, man, I'm the I'm the shit. I'm the shitty one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and release <sighs> an album. Um, you know, I'm tr- I'm trying to get two number out one albums before Whitmer gets one. How's that for a goal? <laughs> <laughs> you guys made it seem. You real, know, it's gonna be man. like um, you're gonna date you're. Huh? I'm gonna. I'm. Are you guys a little delayed? Um, I don't know. Or am I? <laughs> no, I think it sounds good. Here's what I'll say. I'll I'll take okay. it from here for the rest of the podcast, gentlemen. And uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, can I pitch you the next set of musical albums that I have in mind? I have a, I have another. Honestly, another sure. uh, album. I want to make an album. I'm going to call it Shameless Cash Grab. Shameless streaming Shameless streaming Cash Grab. What I'm going to do mm-hmm. is I'm going to um, release an album where I flip the name of the artist in the name of the very famous song in hopes that people accidentally play it on Spotify seeking out the actual famous song. <laughs> so, so I'm going to have an, uh, a band I'm going to make called Baba O'Reilly with the song called the who. And, <laughs> and just, yeah. And just, a, a, an artist called the shape of you by a band by, by in the song called Ed Sheeran and mm-hmm. a song called Drake. <laughs> by an artist called views from the sixth and just all just that it's going to be an album of that. And every ver- song will just be me 30 seconds of me going, hi, thank you so much for streaming. Um, you know, Baba, o- the song, uh, the who by Baba O'Reilly. Unfortunately, you might've been looking for, uh, Baba O'Reilly by the who. Uh, but I really appreciate if you wouldn't mind letting this go to 30 seconds so I can get, the what it is required to get a stream for the song so please just let this play out i'm trying to pay my rent just like every other brother out there and uh thank you for your time and that's the album that just like 40 of those 40 or 50 of those thoughts so the the difficulty is you have to make the track the exact same amount of time as the regular track because oh, if someone shit. like looks up there yeah. and it sees that one of the tracks is like 35 seconds they're never going to click on it so you have oh. to like fill that time with something. Oh, damn it. You're right. I can't, it can't just be 31 seconds. Yeah. If somebody sees like, oh, it's a one minute version of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, <laughs> I you know what you could that. do? <laughs> <laughs> what you could do is do your intro that you just did and then say, you know, for the, for the 
you know, the remaining time, I'm going to read Tom Sawyer by, you know, <laughs> Mark Twain or something. That's and you're just reading Huckleberry Finn or something, you know, like you could do something like that. You're, you're, it needs to be something that is definitely like royalty free and like I can't get because I'm sure there's like the Mark Twain estate or is that past Christian? You would know. You're kind of a nerd. Do um, <laughs> what is the joke? <laughs> the the public oh yeah christian when you were a child when huck finn came out <laughs> they oh, named one of the characters after me oh boy you know who would probably <laughs> oh, not, oh dear oh boy <laughs> oh boy uh man um you know who would know the answer to this is uh todd bordnowitz he's in publishing yeah. so he might actually know that's true. a good person to reach out to Shout out to Todd. Um, shout out to Todd. Um, Todd Portnowitz. Although Google would also know uh, public domain um, minimum time. I bet it, is it a hundred years? It sounds like it would be a hundred years. Uh, like I feel like Charles Dickinson. If you read a, you know the Christmas Carol, I mean, like so many people do a version of the Christmas Carol, like a movie or yeah. a book or whatever. So like I feel like they don't. Domain. They're not paying Charles Dickinson's fucking great nephew still. You know. Right. After I believe it's seventy five years, things become public domain. Christian nailed it almost seventy years after the death of the author. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the uh, work becomes public domain. That's not that long. Which is um, it's interesting because it, it's kind of the rule unless you're a big corporation. In this case of like Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse was supposed to become public domain. Oh yeah, no. but Disney fought the fuck out of that battle, and he's like, they got yeah. that shit extended for quite some time. You are not allowed to make. Well, Mickey it's Mouse weird shit. because so, yeah, it's weird because like, it would be weird if Mickey Mouse became domain because like Disney is still a company that is operating. So like Charles Dickinson's, you know, or Dickens is it yeah. Dickens? Charles Dickens, Dickens. Dickens. Uh, just Dickens, not Dickinson. God, I'm dumb. Um, Charles Dickens' uh, Christmas Carol isn't something that, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like Tiny Tim. There's action figures, yeah. You know, like, but I think they should have like, or a, there's theme parks. Um, yeah. Let's let's make a Dickens Land theme or Dickens World like theme park <laughs> where it's all the yeah, rides. You could totally do that now. All the rides of like, you know, you get to feel what it's like to be a chimney orphan chimney sweep. <laughs> Yeah, they're probably yeah. a Charles Dickens universe movie where they like <laughs> like the Avengers for Charles Dickens characters. The CDU, Charles so Dickens who, universe. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So it's 75 years after the the author dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it becomes so, public domain. So as of 2020, so January 1st, 2020, which has already happened, uh, works from 1924 are open to all. So right now, if you wanted to remake... A passage to India. You wanted to do some do not. Uh, Eugene O'Neill's Desire Under the Elms. Edith Wharton's works. If you want to adapt, um, When We Were Very Young by A. A. Milne, Doctor Doolittle Circus, Tarzan and the Doctor Doolittle, Doctor Doolittle Circus, Circus. Excuse me. I think that, that might. I don't know if that's like like this. That sounds like it could be the second book of a series or something. So Doctor Doolittle, which was obviously a famous Eddie Murphy movie, and we were. Wimber and I were younger was um that was originally a work from nineteen like ten or something. That yeah, there's a lot of shit like guess that. Nineteen twenty four. Yeah. How did someone yeah, I guess uh I guess I'm not that, that was an old TV show, like there was an old like black and white TV show, I think, called Doctor Doolittle too. Mm. Now like, if you want to play if you want to play Rhapsody in Blue in your movie, George Gershwin, you can do it for free. Um, wow, Lazy that's a good Irene idea. Blue maybe Berlin. Santa maybe, Claus Blues. Maybe. Sorry. No, that's what maybe I'm I should look Go that ahead. up because I'm looking for like I'm doing you know I'm doing my hungry wit cooking videos and I, I do no audio of the cooking and instead I just do voiceover of what I'm doing out in post production and I'm like trying to get free music to use and it's kind of a pain in the dick to get free music that doesn't suck yeah. so maybe i should just look into these and just use some fucking gershwin <laughs> like hey look he died fucking good now it's kind of maybe that's going to be the album every song is just that guy's verb uh now in the public domain on my uh, uh there you go cash grab album. you can just play the song yeah yeah there you go 
just all 20 and then you could just do like a, a fun fact about the artist and then just play for the duration of the track uh, a snippet of that song and it, it would be like educational you could be like did you know charles gershwin you know this that and the other and here's a song called blue that's free for me to play Fuck so you. as of january 1st 2021 so in a month Here's all the stuff you can <laughs> you can use for free. Anything by Edgar Rice Burroughs, so that's Tarzan. Um, anything by George Orwell, you can make Animal Farm, or you can like rewrite uh, 1984 if you want. Um, let's see, George Bernard Shaw. Wow, 1984. Yeah, George Orwell. Wow. Make the movie. Yeah, you can make your own 1984 movie if you want and just mm. change it to be like a happy ending. <laughs> do you think there's some like the point? <laughs> Do you think there's some trust fund kid who still gets residuals from like George Orwell and he's yeah. so dreading January 1st where he gets cut off? <laughs> sure. Yeah, he was trying to launch that theme park so he could argue it was a corporation before. Yeah. <laughs> He that, paid lobbyists to enact the Patriot Act, which is like fucking ironic <laughs> as hell. <laughs> it, it, I, I don't know, man. It is a little bit bullshit that like it. It's basically just if you have a lot of money surrounding it, you get to skirt that law. Yeah, that's that's really all it is. If like corporations are able to not have to abide by laws because they're corporations, right? And I guess you go. Yeah, well, you know, I was, I was just reading this. Um, you know how like Trump's tax returns came back, and there's like some people are wondering if he like committed tax fraud, and there and people like me anyway are wondering like how come no one did anything about it. Well, the IRS uh, basically released a statement saying that unfortunately, the IRS does not have enough funding to go after people like Trump or any big fish because. They'll like all the amount of work that goes into just going over all of the financial stuff literally is too much. Whereas if they audit, you know, like someone who made $37,000, they just have to like do an hour and a half of work and then mail a letter to that person saying that there's a discrepancy and that, you know, they have to, oh, they owe this much money because of this, whatever. And then oftentimes that person just pays it and it's just more beneficial for them in their bottom line because. So, like, Trump could have just cheated on his taxes, and rich people could do it all the time. And the IRS basically is like, yeah, yeah, there's just too much work to go through all that audit. You know, there's too much paperwork. And (laughs) if we have to hire our best people to go into it, and they cost more than our worst people, whereas I can just have some junior piece of shit audit, you know, Joe Schmo over there who made 32K. It's so fun. So essentially, like, the rich people can cheat on their taxes, and there's no consequence. Because they're like, it's too much work. It's such bull. Imagine being a debt collector and being like, all right, should I go after this person who owes me $27 million or this guy who owes $498? Like, and they're like, it's a lot easier to get to 498. Yeah, it's so much easier to get to that $500 mark rather than, you know, $20 million. Like, it's it costs money to go after people who owe yeah. like a thousand dollars or around somewhere around there, yeah. I'm sure. It's more expensive. Yeah. So well, it's it's like, like, and I'm like, what the fuck did Wesley Snipes do? Right. Like, what did he do? Again? Honestly, Is it just because he's do black? It. Black. He's black. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It seems a little like, fishy. Fuck? Like, how come like rappers go to prison and and you know like what the fu- like what the fuck like because it, so Donald Trump and they're like I don't get it. They're like, oh, listen, we have a lot of volunteers who just really hated Wesley Snipes who put in the work for free. So we were able to, we I, I love, I love the idea. I love the idea that he got audited because someone at the IRS was really disappointed with blade. Two. blade three. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck dude? I'm fucking, you know, one of those angry movie fans is like, you fucking yeah. suck dude. Fuck that. Like he was like, I, 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 I gotta fucking take him down. That fucking blue. <laughs> he like tweeted at Wesley. Sniped. I want my ten dollars back. Wesley. <laughs> Wesley's like, go fuck yourself. He's like, all right. <laughs> it was a fucking uh, hit job. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's his name? In in uh, in one of Kanye West songs, he raps about being neighbors with 
somebody from the CIA. And I wonder if like Wesley Snipes neighbor is just a dude at IRS and he just doesn't like, like he leaves his lawn. He doesn't cut his lawn on time or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you work for the CIA or the IRS and you have enough money to be Kanye's neighbor, you're a fucking corrupt. <laughs> like, you're so, like the CIA doesn't pay like that. What the fuck? Dude? Yeah. Like that guy had to have extorted money from like a third world dictator or some shit. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, I don't yeah, think I don't the know. government is handing out ninety million dollar salaries. Also, yeah. Kanye's probably not like <laughs> the most accurate source. He might he might be exaggerating a bit. Kanye has never distorted the truth. That's true. <laughs> By the way, if you live in Africa, most countries in Africa, Asia, Bolivia, Canada, oh Canada, New Zealand, Egypt, and Uruguay, you can play uh what's jimmy hendrix's purple haze for free next year starting on january 1st not in the u.s why just those countries because those countries their public domain um goes into effect after 50 years of the death of the artist dude let's go to africa man or we could just go to canada (laughs) (laughs) no 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 that's too easy we could just drive to canada (laughs) here's what was funny about christian he was going through countries or like I guess Africa, the whole continent. Is it the whole continent? The whole, pretty much the whole. It says most countries in Africa. Oh, okay. But Christian was going through, and only on Canada did he go like, "Ooh!" Like he peeked, he peeked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you only perked up. i like, "Oh, maybe." <laughs> well, because I could start my own company and base it in Canada. <laughs> then when they come after me, I'll be like, I'll be fucking playing Jimi Hendrix in the courtroom. <laughs> Would that be your walkout song? If you had to, if yeah. you were, if you had a high profile <laughs> trial, yeah, <laughs> and you had walkout music, <laughs> this is how you, in, this is how you engender favor from the jury. Whitmer, do you not know how to win a trial? <laughs> we're fucking, we're doing, we're doing. Um, what is OJ's lawyer? These are these are like Johnny Cochran. These are Cochran style like tricks to just like win the jury over. Is to just kind of be likable. <laughs> what would be the most likable song? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? How funny, how toned up is that after you murdered two people? <laughs> it's like, dude, you're the reason why we can't be friends. You double murdered. <laughs> how do you plead? Guilty. Click. Why can't we be friends? You're not even denying that you did the murder. <laughs> I would like just to you could just do the heel like some you come out to like Stone Cold's music. Oh, <laughs> You're yeah. just like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, I killed them both. <laughs> Guess what? If you convict me, I'm coming after you. <laughs> You'd be like, whoa. <laughs> the beer can or the beer bottle smash. <laughs> oh man. You just come out to fucking uh I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. <laughs> Christian, have you imagined, uh, forget the trial in the courtroom, have you imagined what, you, of course you have, you've daydreamed about wrestling, you're daydreaming about it right now, you're not even, I am. you're not even fully I'm not even here. I'm on a wrestling, wrestling website, uh, <laughs> over here while you guys are talking about fucking whatever you're talking about. I, I remember at Christian's wedding, oh, on the boy. altar, I saw Christian check his phone and I could see a wrestling <laughs> webpage. Do you take any head out? Right, right now. Um, but what would be yours? Like, oh, it, I don't know, Eddie Guerrero style Hispanic thing, or are we gonna? <laughs> I mean, you always want to go with like MOP, MOP, uh, Annie Up, or something. That's What's like that. It's the guy, yeah. it's a song you guys came out to at my wedding, as a matter of fact. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys spread on your dude. Remember. I'm still in, I didn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, MOP, what, MOP, I didn't, you gotta write, play it. Uh, it's, it's one of those songs. Annie Up or Robin Hood, Hood's Robin theory. Hood's theory. All That's right. It. So uh, here we. This is a little taste of it. It's one of those songs you've heard a million times, but you have no idea yeah. who the artist or the song title is because, like, it's not like well, it was by anybody. It's a hip hop classic. This is what we came out to. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> this played at your wedding? Yeah. Was it I think we cut, the, we cut the intro a little bit. 
Watch. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you, you didn't have like <laughs> all my n words rise. <laughs> By the way, that's the kind of shit that scares white people. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's yeah, what man. they're afraid of when they they hear of like black uprising. That kind of music. Like, oh no! What you as I'm playing from my phone into the speaker, I drop the phone and go. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it sounded like one of the, the skits from like the wu-tang albums yeah <laughs> like that's what we came out to one of the you wu-tang clan skits <laughs> yeah but that's what i would uh that's probably it like back in the old not old but like first generation like xbox or whatever wrestling games mm. you could create your own character and um put like any type of music you want like yeah. so you could add your own music and like that would always be a fun thing so i would always use that one it's always like fun to do that but you, you can do, do way more with those old games how stupid is that like i noticed that with like the madden games yeah like there's a madden game where like you could literally like <clears throat> upload all of your like mu- music to your xbox mm-hmm. and then while you're in the game playing like the music that goes over the the PA right. system in a game was like your own customized songs yeah. and you could pick what songs there were when you scored a touchdown. They had like the EA game face where you could literally take a picture of your face and it would like create a character. Yeah. And this is like fucking 10, 15 years ago where the games had way more capabilities. Now, if you buy Madden, it's like, it's fucking blows. I mean, I'm well-documented t- talking shit. Why about did Madden. it hit me? But like, what? why do they took know? away everything? They took away everything. They stripped everything down. And I, I have a theory because Madden in particular, there used to be two games. 2K had a football game and Madden had a football game. Well, Madden somehow signed rights where they were like the only they're the only uh, people allowed to make a video game with the NFL's rights in them. So like the uh-huh. NFL 2K games, which had better presentation and all these other things, they just got rid of it. They, the competition. So they never, Madden has never had to compete with another football game since like 2005. So like Blitz. So like, <laughs> yeah, like NFL Blitz. There was like, like Xbox had a Xbox franchise. It was called NFL Fever. Nintendo had like mm-hmm. NFL Quarterback Club. There was all these different NFL games that you could pick from and like, some were better than others. Some had this, but you would you would play the and Madden was just one of them. Madden wasn't necessarily the best version of any of those games. Like mm. the the two K games were always my favorite in particular. Yes. But since '05, Madden got the rights. EA got the rights to, to exclusive NFL rights somehow, right. and and they just re upped that shit too. So like, oh yeah, because they're, they, they're, they're like we you know so we'll like pay more, work less yeah. hard. No yeah. one else can yeah. come in. I, I'm going to try and buy the rights to stand-up comedy so that, like, I'm nice. the only one who can do stand-up comedy. Yeah. So, so I'm automatically, like, you know, even when I suck, I'm like, I'm still the best comic alive. Yeah, that happens Dude, to like the, the uh, wrestling. That happens to the um, wrestling games so much so that, like, um, the last uh, WWE game, 2K20, was so bad and so full of glitches that they – they stopped like make like they have they took a year off because it was so bad well the thing is it's like uh these companies just they have to come out with a new title every year yeah so they don't really have time to fix shit so like all they all they are is just like a roster update basically right yeah but it's like how do they not have time like i don't understand like what do they do for a living like like (laughs) there's like there's so many things like when i when i watch a madden game like there are so many things that in my opinion would be so easy just to make it better. Like small little thing. Like for instance, when you play Madden to this day, Madden 2020, whatever the fuck it is, the, the people in the stands are like those paper people who, and who just like they're expressionless and they just like, how much effort would it be just to make 10 unique people and then just control V to the whole stadium and they're all wearing like authentic gear that you can probably license and get money from. And then like, just like how hard is that to do? Like I had the idea in 2005 and they, no one does it. Why? The, it's just cause they don't have to. It's I, lazy. I could, uh, I, I will just say that like in terms of like doing stuff like that, just coming from a dude who makes preschool games all day, it's like every little change you make, 
affects everything else. So if you want to make a small change in something, it takes a lot. And then you have to QA that process and make sure there's no bugs in it and all, all sorts of stuff. It's like, it is, I understand. It seems like, like, why can't you just do this? But it, there's like a world of like annoying shit that goes ask, with making a new furthermore, so, why so, isn't, so can I, I got a question. Wait, is if I ask it? Yeah. Furthermore, <laughs> go, go, why go. isn't your cartoon Christian future hall of famers in 3d? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, here's the big difference. Well, here's the big difference. Is Christian's just a guy. EA is like a fucking million That's dollar true. company who makes millions of dollars every year. Well, and my Christian my, my retort that. to that would be like the the reason my, my retort. Well, yeah, he could. If you know, if he, he probably if, will if he applied day. himself. <laughs> if I picked myself up from my bootstraps. <laughs> But my point is, is like, if you're EA, you have a team who just does Madden. Yeah. What else are they going to do? Like, they've never gotten to that. And if the reason why they can't do it is because, like, they're like, it'll be annoying. Well, then fuck you. Like, charge <laughs> less money for your shitty product then. Yeah. Like, because it's annoying that I paid $60 for a roster up. Here's the question. Lazy motherfuckers. How many have you, uh, how many Maddens have you bought? So there's been all said and done, I believe, with like special editions, there's probably been close to 25 Maddens. Mm. I would estimate that I've probably owned 10 to 12, maybe half Mm. would be my guess. See, I stopped buying. I buy like I'll go to like EA or something or EA GameStop Mm -hmm. and um and I'll just buy like Madden 2014 because I don't follow football. So it does not matter who's on the team to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll just, I just want to play a football game. So I just buy like yeah. the 2014 edition. And then I'm like, Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. Who's like a retired guy. Like, Oh, Peyton Manning's. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll play him. But, yeah. um, well, are you, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. Wilmer, but, uh, are, are, oh, sorry. No, I just want to say one th- quick thing. The thing that's annoying about those games is like you put them on and there's like 20 minutes of like choices you need to make before you can even play the game whatsoever. They're like, hey, just read this like legal document for 10 minutes. And then like, do you want to upload your picture? I'm like, no, I really just want to play. I just want to play a football game. Like, cool. Who's your team? <laughs> like, I don't have a team. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Whitmer, you might be able to answer. In modern, like modern era Maddens, are you like when you do like create a player career mode? Are you allowed to like you know protest and kneel during the anthem? <laughs> no, because that would be a level of detail that EA uh, would be too lazy to incorporate. <laughs> I think they should add. They that. did this thing where like in the last one where like you created a player, yeah. um, and you like you it's called face of the franchise mode. And, like, they literally try to make it real for the – you're, like, in college and then you go to the pros and shit. But um, it's just, like, you get text messages on your phone from, like, the players and the coaches. Yeah. But it's Mm -hmm. just, like, they put put 15 minutes of work into it. (laughs) It's, like, they're literally, like, okay, so the guy's got a phone. He gets texts from his coaches. So every week at week three, he gets a text from his coach that says – Hey, we have a bye week next week. Do you want to take a rest or do you want to practice more? And then the other one is, is like anytime you play a certain player on the opposing team, you automatically get a text and it's like, I'm going to fuck you up this week, bro. And you're like, no, bro. And it's just like after the initial two times or three times that happens, it's literally you're just answering text messages from a (laughs) robot that doesn't exist. And you're just like, what am I, what is the point? Like, you don't even benefit. You just don't answer. Like, you could just not answer and it doesn't affect anything. It's so dumb. If you beat the game on, like, hard mode, Brett Favre starts sending you dick pics. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's an unlockable in the game. Um, That's fucking hilarious that, like, it is funny that you're shit-talking a a robot. (laughs) I'm going to fuck you up, dude. No, I'm going to fuck you up. Oh, yeah? (laughs) I'll see you out there. Yeah, I fucking showed him. Sets Uh, the difficulty level to, like, 100 if you talk too much shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, that would be be an upgrade. At least it meant something. 
Yeah. I, you know, I, I always loved as a kid putting the difficulty level on just super easy mm-hmm. and then uh, scoring, you know, roughly 180 yeah. touchdowns in a game. And then, like, <laughs> I would well, love I, I won the MVP trophy <laughs> off of one game. <laughs> I used to love that. You set the, like, you set the, um, like your passing ability to like 1000% and then like every 100 yard pass makes it <laughs> you pass from the yeah. kickoff. <laughs> there's literally no thrill in that it would be like beating it'd be like beating yourself in arm wrestling you're like what <laughs> like cool you won like, no but you don't know no thrill no it's so satisfying to just fucking own that robot that shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. you think you're good watch me fucking run for 900 yards <laughs> throw for another 500 my quarterback's the fastest player on the field i know <laughs> 17 spins I, I also my quarterback is a perfect prototype human who's 100 on everything i also put him at linebacker he's playing <laughs> He's doing double duty, both sides of the ball in the NFL as a quarterback. <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. What's that? What's ah, God, I'm so dumb with. I'm so dumb with football that like even trying to figure out the name Peyton Manning took me a second. But um, <laughs> uh, what's the thing where, where if you're a, on defense, you can't um, hit anybody before the bell or the whistle <laughs> offsides or offsides. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to, yeah. I used to turn off offsides like a motherfucker and just wait, <laughs> like just wait by the quarterback <laughs> 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 just tackle him as soon as the uh, whistle rang. Hike. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> the other team is like, ref, that's gotta be, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they took it out of the NFL the rule book. Like, oh no, that's not a rule. That's not a rule anymore. Sorry. <laughs> He can do that. And it's like the funny thing is, is like the computer when you're playing the computer can't do that. You <laughs> yeah. turn it off, it's like the computer isn't aware that the offside is off. So like how funny would it be if they were doing that shit too? Dude? <laughs> oh, I would love it. Uh, uh, the that's the un- XFL. That's <laughs> Yeah. I think that would be the move for like a company when the XFL comes back as the rock bought it, the, the move would be to like create a amazing football game using the XFL players and teams. Yeah. And like bring back all those creative player modes and stuff. Cause then you could compete with Madden without having to use the NFL. You could use the XFL. Yeah. That would be a good idea. Here's what the XFL should do. Are you ready? Open tryouts for every team. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I yeah. think men would go, every man would go like, <laughs> yeah, right, I know. I could do, do I, that. I'll, I'll fuck it. Like, I'll a little, I might as well try. Like, yeah. I, dude, that would be how like, much, like, we would all watch the XFL if we knew someone in it. Exactly. Yeah, that's dude. Really, that's like, <laughs> exactly. If I was like, dude, Brett, if I was like, Brett's cousin is in the XFL, dude, I'm watching the game. I've never met your cousin. Don't know who that is. Yeah, but yeah. I'm watching because because I'm like, I have skin in the game now. I'm exactly. like, dude, my friend's cousin. Like, like, do you want, does, should the XFL just be, you know, basically NFL, almost just like players who, for whatever reason, weren't able to make the NFL, maybe yeah. just slightly less good. NFL light. Yeah, that's not that yeah. fun. We have that. Like, there's already that great version. But what about a fucking league of kind of athletic middle aged to young men? <laughs> like, make it a fucking men's league. Do yeah. the best, the best normal guys, but maybe even not. Maybe tryouts are a little bit arbitrary. And it's like, fuck it, this guy sucks, but he's on the team because he's entertaining too. Yeah. It would be yeah. like a. Well, you would be. Go ahead, Christian. It would be like American Idol in 2004. Like, yes, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I really think I could be a football player. And then they do the tryout, and you're like, wow, you didn't have a shot at all. That was awful. <laughs> like, they run a. I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to make an example. It was like when you were playing in sports, we talked about it. Like, when you played sports in like PE, and it was like boy girl order and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an interesting comment to make uh, a concept of forming a team around. Like, what if you had, like, it's 11 people on the side of the ball, and 10 of them are, like, they belong there, but then one guy just does it. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, you have to, and then that one guy is, like, a person who, like, somehow American idled his way into being able to play on the field. And then you're, like, dude, can this fucking, you know, guy who works at fucking KFC, 
usually during the day, can he like crack it? Can he like be competent on the field? Can he be like a running back for like a couple plays a game? <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. You have to, you have to make you, you have to like work a regular guy job to get in the league. Yeah, like, like that. Yeah. That's like an NFL rule. And you know, whatever, however we define that, it has to be a regular guy job. And yeah, no, I don't, yeah. No, that'd be great for the commentator. Like Johnny Unitas, like worked at UPS on the off season or something like that. But like, <laughs> it would be great if uh, the commentators were like, "Well, Ricky Starks, the quarterback for the Miami, uh, Miami, Miami, is not here because he hasn't gotten off work yet. He couldn't get, he couldn't get the day off. <laughs> he's uh, he's watching the kids while his wife is at her friend's uh, baby shower. So uh... substituting <laughs> will be Brett Rabel." <laughs> In his first snap in uh, nine years, uh, <laughs> last was the Rabel family Thanksgiving nine years ago. Flag football game. <laughs> it would be entertaining God, to watch real people play. Yeah. I kind of think, because, yeah, you just want other men who are ridiculously jacked, but just like yeah. run four seven forties instead of four five forties. No. It would actually be amazing because then – like you see regular Joe's on the field playing or whatever. It would inspire so many people on the couch. Like I could fucking do that. Fuck that man. Let me in there. And then they would try out. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be pretty, it'd be pretty amazing. I would say that the rules would be like, you can have your normal roster, but you have to have one guy who plays quarterback for at least 10 plays. And he has to throw forward passes on half of those plays. And it has to be just like me. Like it has to just be a guy who hasn't played in years and hasn't glory because like that's what every like every guy has that that like i could have played professional then you get up there when you get older and you're like like i'm 32 i'm gonna be 33 and the funny thing is is like um that is old for some sports now yeah oh yeah and it's just weird to think that and it's weird to watch sports and like i'm watching people who are like 24 or 25 Mm -hmm. but i don't feel like i'm older than them because they're just way bigger and stronger than me (laughs) so like i'm watching a 22 year old who and i'm like oh that guy that guy's like an adult i'm 10 years older than that no that is and that's well that relates to why sports isn't as magical once you're an adult because you realize this guy has just done everything he can to avoid working an office job to get there. So it's just like, they're they're not mythical. Like when you're a kid, 10 years old, I mean, I even looked up to like high school soccer players when I was like eight or nine. Yeah. Like I went to the high school soccer camp and I was like, Oh my God, you know, Brendan Matthews. Oh my God. It's like, because they're just bigger and you idolize them. But you know, when you're an adult, I don't know, man. They're just normal people. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny though, because like your perception of some of those kids, like I remember I played uh, parks and rec basketball and there was a player on our team who was just kind of like bigger. And like, he was one of those kids who hit puberty like two years earlier than everybody else. So like he had like an after, you know, a fucking five o'clock shadow and he was at a deep voice, but he's playing with 12 year olds who just like haven't yet. So (laughs) this kid's like, this kid is just like kind of physically dominating, but he wasn't even that good. Yeah. But like, I, I, everybody held him in such regard because like he was like a man, but like now that my nephews are kind of older and you hear someone like talk about like baseball teammates and I've gone to a few games and they're like, Oh, that's, that's Kyle. Kyle's really good. And you watch him, you're like, no, he's what just 45. That, that, that kid just has a fucking deeper voice now. Like, that's all it is, dude. Like, he, he's not actually that good at all. Like, you're better than him. It'd be great if that one kid you played with is still playing. He's like a grown man on the yeah. field. He just never gave up. Uh, that would be cool for the XFL. And this would be a cathartic thing for America. Instead of like a Pro Bowl or like an All Star game, they have like just black players versus white players. Like one oh game. God. <laughs> oh my God. And it's just like that solves race for the year. Oh boy. <laughs> it's like bragging rights. That for would be everybody. really funny. We, yeah. Like the way we have, I mean, think about how war is basically yeah. like the the mo- the ultimate version of contest. Like and people die and like yeah. two armies can fight and the winner of those armies gets to like dictate the terms of what happens. Like, it'd be funny to be like, we're going to come out with all this police reform. And if the black team wins, they pass all that. Mm-hmm. But white people, you can come out with all these 
tax loopholes for rich people. <laughs> and, if, and, and if the white people win, they get those tax things. And then, like, then we're like, oh, shit. No, no but, but here's the way it goes is the black team would win, and then they'd be like, yeah, we're going to go with the white side. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what would happen. 100%. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we know, but... Every every black player is being drug tested. Uh, <laughs> one of them, just one player has weed in their yeah. system out of 60, and they're like, ah, DQ. I mean, DQ, uh, I'm sorry, it's the rules. Um, you know, we really wanted to enact change, but it just couldn't happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Amazing. That's what I said. I, uh, I might still use this as a bit, but I said the Olympics should be, uh, we should, um, whoever wins the Olympics should like, the loser of the Olympics should have to take on the winner's debt, like national debt, <laughs> <laughs> just to give it some stakes. That's yeah. so funny. That's so funny. That, uh, yeah, I mean, great that, would idea. Be, that would be great for America, dude. <laughs> yeah, we would dominate. We'd just like bring back Michael Jordan and the dream team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See if they can. Did you guys watch the uh, speaking of old people coming back and doing their sports? Did you guys see Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr.? I did not. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to, but I got some like information from a betting, like this guy who bets a lot, who talked about how. Because I was thinking about betting on the fight. Yeah. Because like, so he, here's my, like. Mike Tyson obviously was one of the most dominant fighters in boxing history. Roy Jones Jr. also very, very good boxer his whole career, really amazing fighter. And in terms of like technically speaking, Roy Jones Jr. was always a better fighter technically than Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was just so dominant. Like he would just Mike Tyson would struggle against anybody who was technically a good fighter. So what that means is basically like Roy um Mayweather is is one of those technical fighters. He doesn't mm-hmm. get hit a lot. He's, he fights very smart. Like, so they would never fight because Mayweather's so tiny and compared to Tyson. But, like, that's the type of heavyweight that Tyson would struggle against. So I'm sitting there looking at the betting odds going, like, Mike Tyson hasn't fought in almost 20 years. Roy Jones Jr. fought three years ago. And I'm like, why is Mike Tyson this heavy favorite? Like, I know he was great, like, 25, 30 years ago, but that, what does that mean now? So I was about to bet on it, and then I, like, went to this thing – uh, this like this guy on Twitter and stuff, and he was basically saying like like this isn't gonna be like a true match. And if you watch the match, and I didn't, but from what I heard, like Mike Tyson purposely didn't punch him in the face, and they boxed for eight rounds, and Mike Tyson won seven of them, and they still called it a draw. Hmm. So it was one of those things that it was more of like a publicity stunt than it was yeah. an actual match. And the, from what I understand, the most entertaining part of it was a YouTube fighter. Yeah. named Jake, Jake Paul, Paul, who is Logan Paul's brother, literally knocked out Nate Robinson, who is a former NBA player. So Wait, Nate Robinson? That's what I heard. The little guy? Yeah, yeah little guy. Don't contest, guy. Uh, well, uh, he, like a five foot, yeah, he got fucked. He got knocked the fuck out by Jake Paul. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know he boxed. He didn't. That's the thing. You can't. Someone That's... put it perfectly. They said this. They said this. This is the most perfect statement about boxing and fighting in general. It's like you can play basketball, but you can't play boxing. Like you're in the ring, like you're, you're gonna get like if you you feel fucked up, dude. You can have life altering injuries yeah. if you go in there and not you know, and you're just goofing around or you're not serious about it. Right. Not to say that Nate Robinson wasn't serious about it, but if you're not well trained, you could get hurt. You, you could, could get, get your ass kicked hurt. by yeah. a YouTube blogger. Like yeah, it's that, possible. Yeah. Jake Paul yeah. has everything to lose in that situation because nobody expects him to win. So he's going to train as hard as fucking possible. Nate Robinson's just like, whatever. But also that's like part of why this whole thing is so ridiculous because like the undercard is Jake Paul versus um, Nate Robinson, uh, Nate Robinson yeah. with Snoop Dogg on commentary. Like, of course, like yeah. the, the main event isn't like a real fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I think that's a great idea. I, I think that there should be more celebrity type fights. Yeah. And I think like almost like in the line of thinking, like with the black players versus the white players, there should be like shit at stake. Like, like w- what if like there's a boxing match to determine who wins the Oscar? <laughs> Meryl, <Yeah>. Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep versus Amy Adams. 
Well, that, yeah, or like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what were you saying, Brett? It's just weird that like boxing is completely even as it. This is my perception as someone who knows very little and has never really watched, but it is completely surrendered its status as like this really classic sport. Like this, like it just evokes like discipline and. It's completely surrendered that for just the content uh, attention off that is anything entertainment related. I mean that to say, like, I don't remember as a kid there being many goofy, like, just oddball fights. Like, did they? This feels like a new thing, whereas, like, these aren't real boxer boxers. These are, well, celebrities. Like, I I feel like we're like three weeks away from, like, Carol Baskin's fighting Rachel Dolezal mm-hmm. and yeah. like, that's yeah. that's their training yeah. pitch. Yeah. Well, the problem is with this is the problem is that boxing like 35 years ago was like one of the most popular sports. Like Mike Tyson era was like the tail end of it. Mike Tyson right. versus Holyfield. Like whenever boxing, like whenever a fight that was huge, that like the ratings would be sky high. Boxing like was so popular and a few things happened one i think society is kind of like we're not as we don't enjoy seeing violence as much as we used to in person like even football hits like i don't know i've like you ever like just like youtube like like 1990s football hits and you just like watch a game and just how much more violent it was and you kind of go you go jesus i used to watch that like it's fucking crazy and i think boxing kind of got to that point where like there was just like some older fighters in the ring and they like shouldn't have been fighting and it just like brutal knockout so i think society has kind of become a little softer in terms of that but also the reason why boxing struggles so much is because it doesn't have like a commissioner like if it had like a vince mcmahon or like a dana white who could make fighters fight because like the last two the last time like two boxers got in the ring and they were both like genuine stars um, in terms of like national publicity or whatever was Pacquiao Mayweather, but that fight happened like six years too late. Yeah. And, 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 and they were avoiding each other before that. And like the fight wasn't nearly as good as it could have been. And there was rumors that Pacquiao was hurt. Yeah. Pacquiao was hurt before and like hit his injury. And like, there's just all these rumors and shit like that. So Dana White like makes the fighters fight. Dana White picks the fight, so he's like, "Oh, McGregor's our biggest fighter. This other guy, and then they fight, and it's like a huge thing." Where boxing doesn't have that, so like the best boxers will only fight if they agree to fight. And then there's all these ambiguous ways of having to who gets more money, who's the bigger star, and like what happens if this and there's all these conditions that go into it. So it's just a big pain in the ass. So I think boxing, and then on top of all that. Sorry, I'm going long here, but all of the decisions are so corrupt. Like there's been so many boxing matches where like you watch the fight and like you can kind of keep score in your head about who's winning each round. And then like, like many Pacquiao went to Australia and fought this Australian fighter. They called him like the Rocky of Australia. And I, it was one of the few fights on ESPN. So you didn't have to pay for it. I watched this fight and Pacquiao like dominated the fight. Like literally it went 12 rounds. Pacquiao won at least nine of nine of them. And they, the judges just picked the other guy because they were in Australia. And it, it's just, like, corrupt as fuck. And it happens all the time. There was that one, uh, Bradley was the fighter, and he beat, maybe it was Pacquiao or he beat somebody. And then, like, everybody afterwards was like, what? What fight were you watching? So it's like, when you watch a football game, like, very rarely does, like, the wrong team win the game. You know what I mean? And it happens like with some bad calls here and there, some unlucky things. But boxing happens so so many times. So boxing, like the integrity of boxing is gone. Whenever there's a big event, it seems to be like an event that we just saw, like Brett said. And like the best fighters can duck each other. And it's, it's just like boxing is just like a shadow of what it used to be. I feel like I, I can – I like the idea of picturing a um, a boxing fight where one of the guys literally, literally gets KO'd. And then when they go to raise the arms, they raise the KO guy's arm. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally his face is fucking shattered. His nose is 
to his ear and they're like, he won. Yeah, boxing too far off. Boxing doesn't really even get the coverage that it used to in the sense that like like the the heavyweight champion used to be a big deal. Like I'm looking it up and I I know Tyson Fury because he was in wrestling. Like he did a wrestling match. That's the only reason I know. <laughs> yeah. That. But other than yeah. that, these names are like I don't, I don't really know. Even, like yeah. the last like name I know is like Klitschko. Yeah, in 1991, like everybody knew who the heavyweight champion was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it'd be one of those things where like even your even your mom would know vaguely, you yeah. know, who Michael Jordan is. You know, like it, it was like that. Like everybody knew who the heavyweight champion was. Now it's like there's so many. You're like who? Like who's the? And then who's the? And then it's like the heavyweight was such a big thing, and now like the heavyweight almost doesn't matter. It's like the yeah. worst division. Like the well, better fighters are like the middleweights and the, the you know those ones. And like I don't know. Don't you think the uh... MMA and UFC has taken over boxing as the preeminent famous fighting sport. It's like, yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. when you say, uh, Oh, we're going to order the fight Saturday where you're, nobody's talking about boxing. Yeah. You just, yeah, and, 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 and they only, and they talk and it's only about boxing. If it's like a huge fight, which like, happens maybe once every five years, like Mayweather versus Pacquiao. That was like the, or McGregor yeah, or versus McGregor. McGregor. Yeah. Which is, even, which is embarrassing had, that. Yeah. It's, ahead, it's bad that Mayweather versus McGregor is more, you know, than like Lomachenko faces, you know, Canelo or whatever. Like those are two good fighters, but like there's just no star quality or there's no like, you know, I don't give a shit. Like people, Mayweather's brilliant because Mayweather like makes people hate him. So he's yeah. like the heel and yeah. he can fucking talk shit and like about Pacquiao. And then everybody wanted Pacquiao. to. It's like people bought that fight, even though it happened way too late. Yeah, that's it's actually also a problem with wrestling is like people can't really get heat anymore. And we all the thing is, we all know their friends backstage. So it's like, what? Why am I paying to watch these people pretend they hate each other? It's like not like when Mayweather and McGregor and Mayweather and Pacquiao hug after the fight, like with as if to say, like, ah, we got a huge payday off these fucking marks, like these roofs. We scammed them all. It's like there's no believable animosity like i don't believe these guys like they want to win obviously for the money but they don't like it's not like i'm pissed at him and beat the shit out of him they need to that's why like the most interesting (laughs) the the most interesting thing is like when you when they go on like the pat mcafee thing is interesting yeah because they they had like a public outburst and i'm sure it's all choreographed to some degree right but like they still keep that shit up and it makes it seem like they really hate each other or at least it plants it's plants the seed of going like this might actually be real they might right. not actually like each other and they yeah. might be hamming it up but they probably don't really like and and then he's a fucking punter yeah like a football like the pussiest position is the punter mm-hmm. and like that like he like i just follow him because he talks sports but he'll talk about it and he, he'll still talk shit about that guy i don't even know his name adam cole yeah um adam cole yeah who's like the i don't even know he's the like the champion of that league or whatever the yeah, he was next yeah. nxt nx or he what nxt um and like that is something that like as someone who doesn't watch wrestling in any capacity at all i find myself wondering like i wonder if they're gonna fight and like well, you know what's this about the great thing about pat mcafee is he's he's been doing it now for like a couple months and he's probably the best talker in wrestling today yeah. like he's amazing and one of the things is is because he doesn't really need it which is huge because like it- Every back every backstage thing they do about any wrestler now is like, this is my lifelong dream, and I'm just so happy to be here. Like Stone Cold was like, fucking fire me. I'll go anywhere else. I'll go anywhere else and make money. Yeah. Like everybody's just so happy to be there. Where this guy's just like, he's literally calling internet wrestling fans like, you guys are fucking losers. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I came into this sport and fucking dominated in one match. I'm the shit. Like. He's believable and he's amazing and he's good on the mic and he's a good talker. Like he's a re- he's believable. Even if you don't believe wrestling's real, you believe he's real. So what makes him so interesting is his like final years as a player, like uh, he did stand up comedy mm-hmm. and uh, at, like the improv in Indianapolis and like the video went around of him doing stand up and it was actually like 
for this for it being a football player of someone who wasn't ever a stand-up it was actually one really funny and he has like a natural stage presence and ability to be entertaining and um and then he after he did stand-up then he started doing his own sports talk thing and he's the same thing he's just like a natural gift of gab type of guy who could talk shit and be entertaining and be really funny in the moment so I guess those skills translated to wrestling because he, he's uh, he's just good at that kind of shit. Yeah, he's an athlete and he can talk. That's pretty much all you need. If you're a pretty yeah. good athlete and you, if dude, if you can talk, it's more, you can hide a lot of shit. I was always saying there should be like a dude who can just talk and he wins the championship and then every match he just gets DQ'd and keeps his championship. And you go, oh, this fucking douchebag. <laughs> like he hits the ref immediately when the bell rings and he never has to wrestle. I'm like, why do they do that? I don't yeah, know. you're right. That would drive people crazy. Because I'm as creative as you, Christian. Thank God somebody said it. (laughs) (laughs) But with that, I think that's uh, I think that's it for today, man. Yeah. How do you guys feel? Um, I feel good. Got another three hours in me. Let's keep going. All right, Um. let's go. (laughs) Taylor Swift. Anyway, (laughs) make this a Rogan. By the way, I did want to bring up like one quick thing about Taylor Swift is that you know she's re-recording her music, or she she can now. Because she made a deal with her masters, like that was really bad, I guess, when she was like, when she first signed, she made a deal that she doesn't own her masters. And uh, Mm -hmm. so she's not getting this huge chunk of money that's owed to her for her, all her hits. So now she, she has this option where she can re-record her songs and own those masters. So she might go back and re-record all of her um, original hits, which would cut down the price of her originals. Wow. Good for her. That's genius, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, yeah. That, I, that's I, awesome. And it's kind of yeah. cool to go like, oh, what would a version of, I mean, her as a, you know, 32 year old woman singing like, I'm the cheer captain and he's on the bleachers. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that going to sound like? You're like 32 now. You yeah. wrote that when you're like actually 17. So it kind of made sense. Well, and it was felt when she goes and when she does concerts back when you, there were concerts that still existed, I'm sure she would still play her old songs, right? That's what generally yeah, 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 yeah. the famous ones. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's a good, and I support anybody trying to own their own shit. And like, and if anybody who is like, like I, some Chappelle got a little bit of backlash, not a lot, but like people who, you know, are like, Oh, they make enough money. What are they bitching about? It's just, it's like, it's way more than just the money. It's the fact that you can, like, Chappelle broke his back and Taylor Swift broke her back to make this really great art. And when it gets gonna, when the people who make money from it aren't those people anymore, and like Comedy Central and Viacom can sell the streaming rights to Netflix and Viacom can get paid, and then Chappelle gets none of that, or you get little of that. And it's completely something that didn't exist before you and you created it and put it into the existence. Like you deserve to have, you created that. And I don't give a shit about contracts, this, that, and the other. It's just what's right and what's wrong. And it's wrong that artists don't have more control over their content. And someone like Taylor Swift who can make amazing hits won't even get paid as much as some fucking record exec somewhere who who has fucking 15 yachts like it's but, horseshit but it's also bullshit because we why do we only apply sometimes that logic to the actual like creator of the thing like don't you have enough right. money like doesn't doesn't rca <laughs> records doesn't like yeah, sony yeah. pictures have enough money like what no one says that yeah. like oh doesn't so yeah it, also if you work like at an office and you ask your boss for a raise and they go, don't you have enough money? Like what the fuck? Kind of, like, how dare you? Yeah. You, you know, it's the same, it's same logic. I don't know, but I hate that argument. Yeah. And, um, yep. But, but anyway. that's good guys. Glad we got that last little chime in yeah. free Taylor, um, free Dave. All right. Free yep. Taylor, free and, Dave. Uh, and my free check out, um, for my plug. Yeah. yeah check <laughs> out my special. <laughs> Where is it, Brett? It's on YouTube. Go to uh, Brett Rabel. Type in Brett Rabel retires from comedy. We're sitting at a nice, healthy eleven point five thousand views one Woo! week. One week, almost twelve k views, which I'm pretty proud of. Given uh, you know, started a channel from nothing, and I think it's just from people passing it around, which is you know pretty cool. That's great. Um, 
I uh, have new episodes of my cooking show, Hungry Wit Out. Go to youtube.com slash Nick Whitmer and subscribe. It would mean the world to me. The more subscribers I have and the more views I have, I can tangibly start making some money and being yeah. rewarded for the shit that I make. So subscribers on YouTube. YouTube is one of the few platforms where you can monetize. So it's, you know, it's a little bit more valuable than like an Instagram follower, like a Facebook like or whatever. Um, so youtube.com slash Nick Whitmer, uh, like, and subscribe. Thank you. Uh, ChristianDuranComedy.com, King Latifah on all streaming services. Get that album, check out that album, stream it five different times in a row. And Brett, you're going to be on Sirius XM. They're going to be playing your album straight through, right? That's it. They're actually doing it today at 2 p.m. and at 10 p.m. They're Sirius That's XM awesome, comedy channel, Raw Dog. Uh, so if you got a Sirius XM channel, tune into that bad boy. But they're playing right. it yeah, in dude. full, all 19 tracks, That's- which is now also on Spotify. If you want to hear the audio version, it has 10 minutes of stand-up that's not on the special, as well as two sketches to open and close the record. That's all great. Right. Check that out, guys, and uh, we will see you next week. Peace. See ya.